if, if you want to do a little clip right now, I can record um, whatever you want to tell the congregation and then we'll send it out. What do you want me to say? Well, here, let, let's, let's start this way. Do you, want to, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Hubert Watson. I am a semi-retired stock inventory clerk and um, I work with the temp agents part-time and I am very active at the cathedral and I'm just taking very easy through this, this time of crisis and um, during the time I'm away from the cathedral I do a lot of um, meditation, lengthened meditation at, the, at home and prayer from the morning prayer for my prayer book and that's it. Wait, so how, yeah. how has your day-to-day -day changed? I mean, has your day-to-day -day changed much since, since everything has started shutting down? Well, not much. As I said, I, I do my morning prayer every morning for after breakfast. So it has, it has been quiet and okay, and I just relaxed. But it, it has not changed. It's just the same routine I have. To, even I was going to the cathedral regularly, I do morning prayer every Sunday morning before I come to church. But it, it is still the same. I yeah. guess just your, your Sunday is different, but every other day is probably kind of the same. Yeah, the Sunday is different, but it, it, everything is just the same. Does this feel like a, like a nice kind of vacation, or do you feel like something is missing? Well, not really. Not something not really missing. Hmm. Because um, as long as you, you use your prayer book and the meditation go through the morning and evening prayer, then you don't miss you may miss the music and the people at the church or cathedral, but it's not, not, nothing is missing. You just keep everything together. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But as long as you use your prayer book and the devotional guide, everything's just the same. You follow that, that guide, morning mm -hmm. prayer and evening prayer, and you're fine. Because I went to a boarding school, mm -hmm. and we had morning and evening prayer, so we had the same thing. So it's no change. That's basically how I think of you almost. I mean, you're, you're probably the most consistent person I can think of. It's just no change. <laughs> yeah, no change. Yeah, because my, my <clears throat> I come from a very diverse religious background. Mm. One half, my father's family were Baptists, and my mother's family were Methodists and Anglicans. And uh, I stick to that side, of which is, which is called the conservative side of the family which you, you do have to do devotional guidance, strict to traditional um, religious practices. So that has been part of my life all my, always growing up. And being an adult, it has, been, it has not changed. It has not changed. So it's just the same. Hmm. What so, brought you to the cathedral? How, how did you end up being at the cathedral? Well, I, when I came to New York a couple of years, I had, I had major surgery. Hmm. And one day I was lying on it using a little um, Methodist booklet and I, the, um, the Episcopal chaplain came into the room and had a big argument and saw me using the book and then we had talking and all that stuff. And then through, we talked almost for two hours. And I said to him that after I recruited him, I think I'll probably decide to become a Episcopalian. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hymns mm -hmm. and the prayer book is almost the same. Uh, comparing the United Methodist, but, but that's what brought me to the Episcopal Church. Mm. With my um, boarding school background, and I just said I've, and, and then when I was in the hospital, I had no no person to visit me, and then I, having met this chaplain that gave me the courage, I said the Episcopal Church is the best of my whole church. 
which people visit you when you're in the hospital and care when you are sick, which some churches do not visit people. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's, that's what brought me to, to, to become a disagreement. So. And then was the cathedral the first place you went? Well, I, when I came to New York, first, I usually visit St. Thomas, and then sometimes I go down to, I usually work in Wall Street, I just go to Trinity, and then um, in the early 80s, I started visiting one of the, I met one of the, the usher coordinator, John Griggs, mm. who is now dead, encouraged me to be, in, be an usher. And then I started coming just regularly, and then I usually attend evening song. Then, then the person usually do evening song retired was an elderly person, and then the present, the former school chaplain um, said, "I think you should probably take over as um, serve as evening song, evening song usher for the cathedral." And I said, "I'll think about it." Mm-hmm. And I started in 1987 as I started doing evening song, and then I. Started with the eleven o'clock service, wow. and then they want me to do start want me to do um, eight, um, nine and eleven and even I said no, that's too much. Mm-hmm. I would just do um, evening song and the eleven o'clock service. Wow, Hubert, but, you've been ushering at the cathedral basically as long as I've been alive. <laughs> of course, I've been nonstop because when I started evening song, there were four people, three other people beside myself. Um, start with the uh, four people, and they quit. And they said, you can't quit. I said, why? You can't because we have nobody else. And I just continue on all these years, on and off. I mean, I've wondered. So I, I know there was, Marsha called it a bit of a dust up, you know, around the whole safe church thing. And I don't really want to get into that. But I know a lot of people uh, sat down during that time. What, what kept you uh, serving all this time? I said, I'm not going to leave the church because of one person doing something. I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick it out irrespective of what happened. A lot of people were very upset, you know, but I said, I'm going to stick it out. Marsha was telling yeah. me about when she first came to the cathedral, there was a man named Rupert something? Rogers. Um, um, he's a, a very dedicated usher, a very elderly person, served for many, many years. Yes. Mm-hmm. She, she described yeah. him as the, the Hubert of, of her generation, the man who... <laughs> Um, it gave me some some helpful hints too. You know what I mean? What what what? Yeah, what were yeah. the helpful hints that he gave you? What are the what are the secrets to to being an usher? Um, the secret you have to be firm on what on your positions. Make sure that people come to the door they like. Something sometimes they may not like it, but you have to be firm and be strict in where you do things, and um, make sure that you welcome people that you come in serving the cathedral to its to the best of, of what you can, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, back home, like, ushers were like that, where in church, you serve the church as being loyal to the church as you can, not to claim that you have an ownership there, you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, just like, well, that's what I do at the cathedral, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you miss about not being able to be there now? Well, I, I miss the music and all that stuff, but I have some churches I have on the, um, a great... CD of the, the great organ, mm. and I was staying it the other night. It has been a great pleasure of mine serving the city all these years, mm-hmm. and I'll continue to serve as, as long as I have the health and the strength that I can, and do the best that I can. 
Yeah, well, hopefully we'll be back in pretty soon and, and we'll see. So I, I'm sitting here, I have two chairs. I have my office chair, which is not very comfortable. And then I have this folding chair, which is also not very uh -huh. comfortable. But I think since it's a Sunday, I think you, you should tell me which chair I should sit in. Should I sit in my office chair or should I sit in this folding chair? I hate your folding chairs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now now it's, now it's really a Sunday. Now, 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 you've, now that you've told me where to sit. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Do you, do you have anything you want to tell the congregation before we leave? Well, I think I would just hang on and pray and hope for the best and hope that this thing doesn't... Because the way I'm hearing it is, it's, this is like it's going great out of the month. It's like some sectors are doing it going for months and, and it's going to go on forever. Mm -hmm. Just hang in there and do the things that you have to do. Church is not really in the building itself, but in your heart. As the people of the church, in the part of the church, not, not in the, the building or the structure. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's a, that's a great note to end on. Well, hopefully, hopefully we'll have the church and the people also in the building again soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was great catching up with you, Hubert. I'm going to, I'll check back in with you uh, soon.